This morning we're featuring a recording by the Choir of Christ Church Cathedral, Oxford, of Francesco Durante's Requiem in C Minor. The version that's performed on the album is a new modern edition created by the choir's director, Stephen Darlington. The Christchurch Choir uh, visited Davidson recently, and I was able to spend some time with Stephen Darlington, who gave some background on Durante and his Requiem. Francesco Durante was uh, a composer who was born and worked in Naples and was a very significant figure in 18th century Italian music. Primarily, he's known these days as being a teacher. And uh, I came across him just referenced in a book about the history of music and thought this looks rather interesting, I might investigate it. And I discovered that there were a lot of manuscripts of his music in the British Library in London, including uh, a copy of his Requiem Mass for double choir, soloist, string orchestra. And uh, I took a look at this piece and thought this is rather fine music and deserves to be heard. So I then looked into it more and discovered that there were over 50 manuscript sources of this work in libraries throughout Europe. And it was therefore clearly disseminated throughout Europe for over 100 years after its composition. It was written in 1751 and first performed in the Spanish church in Piazza Navona in Rome for one of the uh, funeral services for Philip V of Spain. So we know we know when it was first performed, but what's a bit of a puzzle was why it should have been so popular and also why no one's heard of it now. Well, I suppose the, the answer to the latter question is that it, uh, it, this style of music fell out of favour by the middle of the 19th century and was associated with a rather old-fashioned approach. But uh, I think the reason for its popularity was that it's very tuneful and it's, it also has that rather gorgeous approach to uh, the more penitential aspects of the text with uh, lots of sequences and, and, and dissonances. And it's quite exotic in its, uh, and cleverly so, in the distribution of the voices and the instruments. And I think that, that, that's the reason for its appeal. So I've made an edition of the work and we decided to record it uh, and um, it's been rather a success and, and I'm hoping that it's going to be quite widely performed because Peter's Music Publishers are publishing my edition of it. How does one go about creating an edition and noticing, realizing that there are errors and things that you've found and how do you know that? <laughs> As it happens, the score is not too difficult to read, the parts. Uh, I have to admit that my hope was that when I looked at some of the sources in libraries elsewhere in Europe, uh, I would have found significant differences, which might have reflected, you know, what what the sort of performance practice approach might have been in Paris in the 18th century or in Munich in the 18th or whatever. But as it happens, that broadly speaking, they are the same. So I suppose, you know, that it, it, it's revealing in, in one sense, and, and that is that this was a work which was universally admired. So I have a question for you. Um, you might remember the last time you were here, I asked you about breakfast. And you've yeah. been to the States a few times, I think, since we had that conversation. Yeah. And I'm just wondering if you have encountered or enjoyed 
watched Southern Biscuits yet? Yes, actually I have, yes. And I like Southern Biscuits very much. But it's the only time I ever eat them is when I'm de- when I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> so it's worth coming here a lot in order to have the Southern Biscuits. <laughs> <laughs> um, when you're at home, do you... I'm trying to remember, do you really have an opportunity to eat breakfast uh, on a Sunday? Yeah, yes. Uh, at the moment, I'm very keen on Weetabix. I don't know whether you have Weetabix. We don't. Well, they're sort of, um, they're quite large biscuits, I suppose, made out of wheat. And you, uh, I have them with milk and, and, and banana chopped up on top. And you soften them up in the milk. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> I have to admit, sometimes after I've taken the Choristers, which is at 8 o'clock in the morning for an hour, I will nip into uh, the college breakfast and have bacon, sausage, egg and tomato to kind of get me through the rest of the morning. <laughs> Second breakfast. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. Uh, the secret's out. That's right. That's right. <laughs> you, Don't tell my wife. I was going to say, you're busted now. <laughs> so, Stephen, uh, thank you for uh, for taking the time with us today. Very good to talk to you, as always.